Checkers and Wreckers victory lap. I've caught up with Mike Speaker, big sprint car guy. Um, and it's a big weekend for him, being that it's the World of Outlaws here, uh, dual in the Dakotas, starting in Grand Forks tonight, the River City Speedway, and tomorrow night at the Red River Valley Speedway. Mike, how you doing? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Um, so, uh, like we were talking about, it's it's got to be like when your your biggest weekends of uh, your year this weekend. Uh, just kind of talk us through, you know, being a sprint car guy and uh, what your level of commitment is to the sport and everything like that. And uh, you know, how great is this weekend for you coming up? Yeah, this is this is basically Christmas in August. You know, having two nights of the World of Outlaws at at your two home tracks. Uh, obviously tonight, River City Speedway with the World of Outlaws, and then the NLRA Late Models, which um, that's a heck of a show on its own. Just having two premier classes going head to head like that. Uh, then Saturday, we come down here to Fargo, another World of Outlaws show, the one and only stop of the year. Um, and then we've got the the Danny Shots Memorial for the IMCA Race Saver Sprint Cars. Um, so double dosage of sprint cars on Saturday. Uh, like I said, Christmas in August, it doesn't get much better than this. So um, yeah, now talking about, we'll, we'll go with ten, tonight uh, to start with um, the NLRA Late Models joining the World of Outlaws. This is... Uh, Johnny Gibson's favorite track, the River City Speedway. Um, what's so good about it in your mind? Uh, I think just the high banks. There's there's nowhere to hide. Um, it's fast. You're turning. It's wide. You can slide up. You can make passes. There's usually a big old cushion on the top. And then if you blow past that cushion, there's about a 15-foot drop down to the to the access road. So anything can happen. Um, it Like I said, it's wide, but it's also tight quarters. There's really nowhere to to move um it's just racy they usually keep some moisture in it and um it's fast and racy and then the the nlra late models just really add to the show too don't they yeah yeah like i said it's, it's two premier divisions uh you know you watch quite a quite a bit of the outlaws and sometimes they'll have a a smaller class um you know with as a companion to the outlaws but but not river cities they've they've gone all all out um I think every year since they've had the Outlaws going back to 2007, they've had the NLRA late models join. And with it being an NLRA show, a live on dirt vision in front of 6,000, 7,000 people, usually you get about, you know, 30, 35 late models, guys from all over the area. They want to be a part of that and they want to take on the the best in, in the upper Midwest. So they come up to Grand Forks to, to race with the NLRA late models. And <laughs> there's been a couple of times in previous years where the late models have actually kind of stolen the show. Like River Cities is known for, you know, one of the, the baddest bull rings. Johnny Gibson, uh, the World of Outlaw announcer, his favorite racetrack, you know, one of the homes of Donnie Shots. But really the late models, they've kind of, in my opinion, put on some of the best racing uh, of the night. Uh, you know, not not every year, but uh, the last couple of years, there's a few that stick out. So um, really just the, the late models are worth the price of admission. And um, sometimes the outlaws are just a bonus. So then we'll, we'll move on to the Saturday night portion of uh, of your your favorite weekend ever um, at the Red River Valley Speedway. This is going to take on a little bit of extra meaning for you this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, having the, the Outlaws in town is special, but um, uh, just with my involvement with the Race Saver Sprint Cars and trying to grow that class and, and build it to kind of a, a premier class in the area or, or a popular class in the area, uh, this is a big, big weekend and a big step in that direction. Um, like I said, with the Danny Shots Memorial, uh, Deanne Shots, um, Donnie's daughter, Danny's daughter, and Donnie Shots' sister. She was kind of the the catalyst with this and, and got it going. Um, and we got to thank uh, JDP Electric for for stepping up and helping 
get this big purse uh, going, it's going to be $1,515 to win, uh, which is about triple uh, to win for a race saver show. And it's going to be 215 to start. And every feature finisher gets a $150 petrol fuel card. So what is that? It's like uh, $365. If you just, uh, if you finish the feature, which is a great pay um, for the race saver sprint cars. And I think that's going to bring a lot of the, the big 305 race saver guys in the area up here. Um, I know there's been a lot of talk this year, just uh, with getting our series going and we've been averaging about 14 cars a night. Like we're starting to get in the conversation. And last weekend we had the IMCA national sprint car point leader, Tyler Drukey all the way from Lincoln, Nebraska. He was up here last weekend and uh, we host a lot of the the top 10 in national points. So we've had, we have good talent here. And I think this is just going to be another good way to get the word out and, let guys know that we're running race savers up here and uh, that we got a good track and a good, uh, good product to show. And, and not only that, I mean, we're kind of still in the infancy of that class, aren't we? We're, we're just kind of getting started. It's only in what it's third year or so uh, from getting started around this area. So we're developing quite a bit of our own homegrown talent up here too, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, we we're averaging right around 14 cars. Um, and I would say about, 10 or 11 of those are our local guys. Um, a lot of that is just, like you said, homegrown talent and, and guys around here stepping up and, uh, we get, we get those handful of travelers to come every Friday, but, um, we're kind of growing from within, which is what you want when you're building a class is you want that, that local support. And, um, yeah, like you said, we, we started this class in 2021. So this is a, our third year. That first year we averaged like three and a half cars <laughs> and, and credit to, <laughs> To Red River Valley Speedway, Norman County Raceway, they stuck with it. Like they they knew it was gonna take time. They they were gonna be patient with it and and they've done just that. Um last year we were right around that, you know, eight to ten cars. And now, like I said, we're we're well above a dozen. And I think there's um, you know, just uh talking to guys, I think there's gonna be a handful more that even get cars for next year. And that doesn't even in- include the travelers we might get weekly next year either. So I think I think we're gonna see another big growth spurt after this year. Um, again, thank you to the shots family. They've, they've given that $150 fuel card to every sprint car every Friday night. That's been a huge deal, uh, to get guys up here. Cause, uh, fuel obviously isn't cheap, especially diesel, especially when these guys are coming from three, four hours away and that $150 goes a long way with those guys. So, uh, it's just kind of a collective effort to kind of build sprint cars. And, um, I love seeing sprint cars run uh, weekly at Fargo again. So speaking of that, I mean, and going back to kind of our homegrown talent, I mean, who are some of the people that uh, have been, you know, putting on the show every week uh, that have been have been putting on some pretty good race, races uh, here in the, the race saver sprint car class? Yeah, it's kind of been a been a mix of uh, a youth and um, youth and experience, I guess. Ty Wilkie uh, and Andy Pake, a couple of young guys, they've been uh, they've been winning everything basically, but. But then on the other hand, you get guys like, um, you know, Jeremy Snow is up there. Ty Hanton, he's a veteran of the 410s. Uh, you get those guys mixing it up with them, too. And like I said, it's a good mix between guys who are who are coming up and, and guys that have been there for quite a while. But uh, Andy Paik and uh, Ty Wilkie, they've, like I said, they've won just about everything. Um, you've got the Eisenshanks coming up. Um, uh, nieces of Donnie Shots, they're just uh, 14 or 15, I believe. They've kind of been battling motor issues all year, so they've kind of had to share the car. Uh, it would have been interesting this year to see if both of them could run every single week and just see their improvement that way. But they've been a good, they've done a good job, just kind of 
sharing the car and both of them have wins this year. Um, so they've been doing good with that. But um, what's encouraging is there's, there's a lot of youth in this class. So that just means that there's momentum behind it and that uh, it should be around for a long time. And, and uh, you know, kind of speaking of the first two people you talked about right there, uh, Ty Wilkie, who uh, is a uh, is a champion in the class. Uh, he was a tra- multi-time track champion, I believe. And then uh, and Andy Paik, who just kind of he's he's in about his second year or so as a racer. So Andy comes from a, a second generation uh, racing family because he's the son of Brad Paik, who uh, used to put on some pretty, pretty great races back in the day. And, and then uh, Ty Wilkie, again, who's a. Uh, a young kid that really kind of came about uh, through the legends class and everything like that and jumped into one of these. They've had a really good year fighting, uh, fighting pretty hard with each other, but it's like one of those good uh, rivalries where they don't get mad at each other. They don't wreck each other. Um, but it's been, you know, a fun year to watch the two of them it, between the two of them. Either of them could win on, on any night and it's always been fun. Hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. When we when we go to our series races, uh, we started out. Ty Wilkie won the first three races, and is kind of the the guy promoting it or running it or however you want to say it. I was like, oh man, we got one guy dominating, and then Andy Paik won at Glendon in early July. I'm like, okay, we got we got a new winner. Then Andy won six in a row. So our first <laughs> nine races, we had two winners. Then our tenth our tenth race, Ty Wilkie won again. So <laughs> it's crazy to see those guys just really they really stepped up when uh, some extra money was on the line, but um, yeah, it's just, it's crazy to see. And uh, it's good to see those guys getting success. Um, saw a Facebook post from one of our travelers that comes weekly. He's top 10 in, and I'm seeing national points. And uh, he was just, he was kind of encouraging guys to come up to Fargo for this Saturday for the Danny Shots Memorial. He said, um, uh, he was saying that there's just a, it's a tough place to run, but it's a, a fun place to run tough, meaning, that there's a lot of local talent, a lot of guys that you have to deal with here uh, that you got to beat. Um, so that was pretty cool to see too. And yeah, they're just going to continue to get better and better at year after year. And uh, it had they have been putting on a heck of a show too. Uh, going to the series, uh, the Red River Sprint Series uh, that you've basically kind of spearheaded a bit. Um, what came about with that? What what made you decide to really get uh, heavily involved in it and uh, and to put it together like you have? Well. Um, I guess I traveled, well, I still do. I travel with the the NOSA sprints uh, basically since 2014, kind of as their series photographer. And um, it's just cool to, uh, the NOSA sprints run every Friday in Grand Forks. And uh, then when they go out of town, it's just fun to go out of town and see a new place. And you've got 410 sprint cars there. And with these 305s building up, um, uh, Nick Skalicki and Jake Bicker and myself kind of thought it was maybe time to, to get these guys on the road, get them some more races. Cause we had just been running weekly at Fargo and then some specials at, at Norman County raceway in Ada. And this was the year that we were going to branch out and, and hit the road a little bit. And I was, I was just all behind it. It got me really excited. Um, I felt like this was a good step in, in growing the class and getting these guys to new tracks and new markets and maybe generating some interest there or just, you know, guys seeing that, Hey, there's, there's more races to be had. Maybe this is, this is uh, the time to, to jump in and get a car. So, um, yeah, I was all behind it. I, I jumped on as the title sponsor and I'm doing all the media stuff and I just, I want to, want to push it and grow it as far as we can. Um, it's just cool to see sprint cars, um, out in this area and, um, running all over the place. And that, and that series is growing pretty well. And it's actually been a pretty, you know, pretty good year to, it's been a kind of comforting and to, to, to see that 
and uh, encouraging to see how how well that has really grown this year and actually maintained is, I guess, the, the word I'm really looking for because it's kind of tough to keep a, a bunch of cars on the schedule like this, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the series we have, I think, 16 races, but if you include those weekly races at, at Fargo and Ada, I think we're up around 32, which that's a lot of races for, for a sprint car team. And some of these guys are brand new and really don't have much experience racing or even traveling like that. So it's been good. We we've kept our car counts throughout the year. I think just a couple of weeks ago in Fargo, we had uh season high 16 cars and there was even a, a couple guys that maybe could have been there that weren't for whatever reason. So we could have maybe had 18 or 19 if everything went well. So um, still a lot of cars out there and yeah, they've, they've been able to, to make it through the whole season, which is encouraging too. So I know one of the things that we don't like to do in, in the sport is try to predict what's going to happen next, because usually it kind of bites us in the, in the rear end. But, uh, um, what do you see uh, for tomorrow night uh, with the Red River Sprint Series, the 305 Race Savers? Um, what do you see uh, out tomorrow with the uh, the big uh, uh, on the big stage with the World of Outlaws? Do you see a lot of cars tomorrow, or are, are we going to stay right around that 10 to 16 car range? Do you think? I think I think we're going to be close to a full field. I think we're going to be about 20 to 24 cars. Um, you're going to have all of our local heavy hitters and then you're going to have the big guys from, from out of town, you know, um, don't want to, you know, drop names, but we've had Tyler Drukey, uh, like I said, the national point leader, Trevor service from, uh, the Southern Minnesota area. Those are the big guys and they, they liked running with us. So I won't be surprised to see those guys back to, to take on our, our local contingent. So, like I said, I think it's going to be a good mix. We're going to have a, a big field or, you know, one of the biggest fields we've had for these race saver cars. And, it's going to be fun to see uh, in front of a packed house there at Fargo. And, and uh, how many how many races are still left on the uh, on, on the Red River Sprint Series schedule? Uh, we've got this Saturday, and then we've got three left. We've got uh, both nights of the Corn Cob Nationals at Buffalo River Speedway, September 9th and tenth, and then we're going to round out the season at River City Speedway on September fifteenth, and that's going to be the s- season finale for both the Red River Sprint Series and the Nelson Sprints. So another. Uh, uh, double dosage of sprint cars and that's kind of cool too uh river city speedway they they've loved having the race saver sprints there um they feel like it's a good class um it fits their track they're obviously kind of known for being a sprint car track and uh that's been encouraging too because the 305s and the 410s kind of go hand in hand and i think we might have uh, even a few more shows at river city speedway next year so with with the uh, start of the race saver sprint car class around this area um some of the uh, I've heard some opinions from some of the uh, the 410 racers in the area that were kind of basically uh, not totally uh, on board with the 305s. Do you see the 305s being a class that will kind of feed that 410 class and maybe maybe uh, beef that up a little bit, get some drivers to move up or at all? Or do you, do you just see them staying in the 305 class? Um. I, I think it can go both ways. I think I know there's going to be a couple guys or race teams already that are running race savers that will make the jump up to four uh, tens and run with NOSA. But also, that's a pretty big investment financially to to make that jump too. Um, you're talking a lot bigger motors. Everything with the the car is about the same, but a lot bigger motors, probably a different shock package, and both of those come at a cost. So I think there's um, a handful of guys that are perfectly content running running the race saver sprints. But I do know there is a couple teams that eventually when they're ready, they're going to make that jump. And I feel like that's good because 410 racing, uh, it's awesome that we have a series in this area and we need to keep feeding drivers into that class. So I think race savers are going to be 
there's going to be enough um, enough teams with it that we can afford to lose a couple to to go to the next step. But we're also going to keep a, a good amount with us too. All right. Well, uh, Mike Speaker, uh, our guest here today on Checkers and Records Victory Lap. Um, obviously, it's been a, it's been a pretty good year here this uh, for for the three hundred fives and for the Red River Sprint Series. Um, thanks for taking some time with us here today, and uh, and you know ha- have some fun tonight. <laughs> oh we will it's always fun when the outlaws are in town uh you just they only come i, I guess twice a year once down here to, to west fargo but yeah you just got to slow down soak it in and and enjoy it and i just want to say congratulations to you for 100 races announced at red river rally speedway uh that's an awesome feat and you're right up there with our with our rod millers and ron krog so uh congratulations to you on that oh uh, thanks you're too kind on that one uh, <laughs> I, I still need i still need to work i think 20 years more longer at about five, five days a week to actually catch up with Ron Croke, but <laughs> but I, I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, again, thank you for taking some time with us. And hey, hope you have a great time tonight and tomorrow night. Yep, we'll see you out there Saturday. Okay.